electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. Remember Tina, there is no alternative to investing in the stock market? This paradigm was pervasive last decade when rates were zero, bond yields were pretty much zero, traditional income sources like CDs had dried up, and people felt forced into the stock market if they wanted any hope of returns. Well, is this now playing out in reverse? Have you seen the yields you can pick up lately on anything from certificates of deposit to treasury bonds to munis and corporate debt? Everyone is buzzing about it. All week long, guests on air have been pounding the table about it. The juicy yields you can get in credit now come up so often, it's even sparked a new tongue-in-cheek segment Dom Chu and I have jokingly been calling wonky, but worth it. Heck, you can get 4% on a risk-free savings account these days. Just a couple of years ago, you'd practically have had to own FTX debt to get that kind of return. You can get 4.15% on a one-year CD from Goldman's Marcus or at Capital One. And these rates will likely go even higher after the Fed's half-point rate hike to over 4% yesterday, and if they ultimately hike another half-point or more in total. Now, I totally get that this pales next to the 7.1% inflation rate. But leading indicators suggest that inflation is falling fast, and if we're heading into a, a recession, the stock market returns aren't going to look that great either. In fact, it's what David Zervos at Jefferies has been recommending to clients, as he told us the other day. You can get mid-teens percent yield on parts of corporate credit he thinks are unlikely to default even if the economy softens. The whole point of quantitative easing last decade was to force investors up the risk curve, out of cash and into the stocks and riskier debt in the hopes of stirring higher monetary velocity, funding corporate startups and helping consumer spending via the wealth effect. Now, if we're quantitatively tightening, shouldn't we expect that whole process to run backwards, draining liquidity out of startups and financial markets, back into cash so as to quell any further inflationary pressures in the economy? You have to be pretty optimistic about earnings and the economy to think the stock market is worth the extra return it could offer over 4% risk-free assets right now. For the first time in recent memory, there is an alternative to the stock market. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the Exchange Podcast, and you can always catch our show live at 1 p.m. Eastern on CNBC. See you then. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.